All right, BradCooney.com. I'd like to welcome to the show from The Voice Season 21, Miss Wendy Moten. What is up, Wendy? Hey, nothing much is going on. I'm ecstatic about, you know, life at the moment. I can imagine, and congratulations on an amazing blind audition. Thank you. So let's talk about that blind audition. Tell me about the nerves. I know you have a lot of experience in the in the field. Oh, your resume is impressive even before you got to the show. But you're human. You're a human being. So tell me about the night before. What was going through your mind? How did you sleep? Like, how did you feel leading up to the blind audition? I have to tell you, after being in the music business over 30 years, I've never been in a situation like this before where, you know, you have to win people over, like literally, like in that moment, have people turn around. So I had to get over that psychological hmm. part of the game. And I tell you, it's been a long time since I've been nervous, hmm. nervous, probably since I started. So I think it's good for me. It, it has been good for me. So I was a ball of nerves the night before. And, and, uh, you know, I just told myself, self, you just gonna have to do your best. And as, as, no matter what ends up happening, cause the worst nightmare is nobody turning around. Yeah, of course. That's the worst nightmare. So I was like, well, you know what? You just gotta make sure that your side of the street is clean and you did your ultimate best no matter how it goes. Yeah, man. You know, the great Mike Tyson, the, the, the boxer, he said yeah. one, he said one time that if anybody ever tells you, that they ain't nervous before a fight, they a liar. Uh -huh. And I, I just see that, you know, for me personally, I would be terrified. I, I ain't gonna lie to you. I mean, but like you said, I mean, you have these four brilliant, legendary judges, you know, with their backs turned to you, and you got to get one of them to turn around. I don't care who you are. It's got to be nerve wracking a little bit. It kept me up at night, a couple of nights, until it was just out of time. Then I just had to go on ahead mm -hmm. and just, you know, work through that fear, you know. But it did cross my mind. It, it was terrifying. <laughs> Talk about the um, the song choice that you picked. We can work it out. Uh, what was the thought uh, behind that? Was that a song you've done previously many times that you were comfortable with? Or how did that song come about? Well, I... You know, as I was getting songs together, I knew I needed, you know, it's a vocal show. So, you know, the idea is try to pick the right songs that can, mm -hmm. you know, give you the best, uh, you know, I don't know, the best song that can help show off what your vocal qualifications mm -hmm. are. And I, you know, love the classics, the Aretha's. You know, the Barbara Streisand, those types of songs, but I also love Shaka Kong. And I said, you know what? I'm going to add this Shaka Kong song to my repertoire. I hadn't, I hadn't sung that song in over 20 years. And I wasn't even sure I could pull it off, to be honest mm. with you. Because the last few years, I've just been singing country music, and I barely have used my diaphragm. So I had to practice a lot just to get used to singing that style again. Mm. And I I literally was terrified. I know everybody thought I had it together, but man, I haven't been that scared since high school. That was many, many <laughs> months ago. Yeah. And you know, it's really important. Song choice is huge in this competition. Yes. This is my yes. this is my twelfth season doing podcasts with the voice contestants and the singers. And I've seen some really, really, really good singers make a terrible mistake and, and pick a song and they didn't get a chair turn because of it. Probably would have yeah. with another song. So it's huge. Talk about the importance of the, of the right song. 
Well, the importance of having the right song is crucial, as you said. Mm -hmm. You know, I chose that song because it had a lot of dynamics. Right. You know, it starts soft, it starts low, and then I could just go up high, but high in our, in our registry that sounds higher than what it really is. So, you know, I knew that song had all those dynamics in it, and I had to, the goal was also to make it sound easy because they are four amazing singers right. and, you know, icons and their genres and, 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 and more. And I knew that if I made it sound easy, they would get it and, and separate me from the rest. They would know, you know, that, okay, this is something you need to, she has something different to offer. So I knew if I could make it sound easy, then I knew I, I could get somebody to turn around. Yeah, very well planned out. And you got four chairs. Um, you got four chairs. So tell me what that experience was like. What was going through your mind when you saw all those chairs spinning around for you? I have to tell you, since this was the blind audition, my worst nightmare, the two things I was concerned with the most was do not forget the lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> that was number one. Yeah. And number two, was okay yeah i'm afraid no one will turn around but i have to just go out there and do my ultimate best so i just made sure that i just stayed focused on my performance and i'm like if i could just keep myself together get myself out of the way and just perform great then i won't have to worry if they turn around or not so you know my goal was just to perform well and you know become you know tell the story that's the whole idea is just be a great storyteller and, you know, you could possibly grab their attention and they could see, you know, that you deserve to be on the show. And I, and I got to be honest, now I could be guessing here and it could be wrong. You tell me if I'm wrong. But my guess is for somebody with your experience and the level of talent that you have a resume singing with, I'm pretty sure it was a Grammy Award people type people you mentioned on the show. Um... I'm guessing it was probably could be even more pressure for you to get up there, even though you have like all that experience for maybe more pressure for you to get a chair turn than it would be for somebody who had a lot less experience. Does that make sense to you? Because maybe, maybe I'm wrong, but for me, if I had, no, go ahead, fin go ahead. You finish your thought. You make, uh, it, it, it makes sense. That, and that was the part that that was, you know, that was the nightmare of it all yes. is because of all of my experience. Because of all these icons, yeah. here's a moment, you know, to prove if I got the goods or not. And will I have the goods? Yeah. When I need it in this moment, not tomorrow, but like right now. So I, I had to get myself out of the way and say, hey, man, mm. you know, let your expertise kick in. And however it goes, you will know that you gave your ultimate best. Yeah. Period. So, yeah. You know, and you know, it was a big roll of the dice. I mean, you rolled the dice on this, if I'm guessing again here, right? Because if you did not get a chair turn, who knows what psychological, you know, course you might have taken after that? You know, you know. Well, I had made up my mind that it was a great, a great opportunity to have, and I also understood that you know, not everything that you go after is for you. Yeah, that's so, true. you know, I've had enough experience to understand that and not take it personally. So I had already had those conversations with myself uh, and, and I could handle it. Like as long as I knew that I gave my ultimate, like the best, best, yeah. then, then I could live with it. I could live with the results. That's fair. That's, that's really fair. 
All right, so Blake pulled, I think, so far the most brilliant move of the competition, and he blocked John Legend. Um, <laughs> now, I don't know if you had any preconceived notions on who you were going to pick, but um, a lot of people were talking about that uh, little block action that Blake, Blake did. So um, were you thinking before you got out there that John Legend might be your guy, or did everybody else have a fair shake at it? You know, honestly, everyone had a fair shake. I have okay. to tell you. I, again, the nightmare was no one turned around. Right. So the fact that anyone turned around, like either one of those four amazing coaches, uh, was going to be gravy for me. Because the, the other alternative was like nobody. But like, you're really great singer and you're mugging your future. It's like, oh, no, not that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> it really was open to anyone. And then the fact that you know, Blake actually used his blog. Yeah. Because, of course, one of John Legend was probably going to be seen as the most natural place to go. And I would have, you know. But, hey, it played out the way it did. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, I'm going to go with it. Because, hey, I live and work in Nashville. Although Blake doesn't live here. But ah, I've been here 25 years, you know. So yeah. it, it's, it makes sense. Not to mention... Blake's won that competition many, many times. Uh, I mean, <laughs> you know, you got the guy knows how to get across the finish line, and he's done it with multiple genres, not just country. Yes, yes, yes. I'm looking forward to the journey. I seriously, I came to the boys to learn new things. Yeah. You know, and so I, I but with every gig I've ever done, I've always come in with that, you know, knowing that I, I, I was there to learn and add, add on to my arsenal things. Yeah. I mean, Blake said you, your voice blew the hair color out of his hair. I mean, I almost spit Sprite through my nose when he said that. <laughs> that's amazing. And he, and he moonwalked. Oh, yeah. That's, he was even moved to death. Yeah, that was amazing. Obviously, when you picked him, I came out of my couch. I was I was just excited. Not, not, not only just... I'm glad. I mean, you know what? I was just... You know why I was excited? Because I love... Well, first of all, I'm in love with this show. Um... But I love surprises, and I think a lot of you, I was surprised you went with Blake, but it was a happy surprise. I was just like, oh, this is great. This is just great for the show. It's great that you you, you put your trust in Blake, and yes. it was a nice little curveball. I loved it, man. I thought it was great. Yes, I love that you said curveball. Yeah. Yes. Yep. That's what it was. I'm glad. That was one of those change-up pitches where the, where the batter, the, the, he was so out in front of it, the bat came flying out of his hands. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. So you said you were nervous, and I know we talked about this a little bit before the blind audition. But do you think that that the fact that you did have a lot of experience singing, you know, with all those other big name artists in front of a lot of people, did that also help some? Also, though, like once you got going with it. Um. Well, yes, it helps because you know you just have to just just go work through the fear you know you just have to you know there's times when i've been thrown into all-star bands and things you have to do spontaneous things and you just have to jump in and and you know depend on your your experience to get you through it so this was one of those moments because i'm telling you i've never been in a reality tv setting yeah. and you know after all the work i've done to do this on national television that was even more frightening yeah you know, and so, but I was like, look, the opportunity's here, and I'm going to just jump on it and enjoy it. And I got there. I mean, that's the miracle in itself. 
And you know, um, you had mentioned that um, you were singing up, you know, singing backup vocals for all these years. It's got to be really exciting that you did this on your own. Your your solo went up there as a solo artist and got four chairs and legends to turn around for you. God, man, must have been such a such an amazing feeling. It was amazing to you know to have all four coaches turn around. I have to tell you. I was so into the song and into the performance and into really just communicating with the, you know, making it all about the song, really. Mm -hmm. And I didn't notice that they were all uh, up on their feet and clapping oh, until wow. like yeah. the last 30 seconds. Oh, wow. Because it was just too frightening to just look at them or concentrate. So I was like, you know, your experience got to kick in right now and do what you would normally do at your own concert. And that's why I had to go with this. Yeah. Now, when you, when you heard the first chair turn, you know, that sound, yeah. did, did, did you, was there any kind of reaction? Did you have any kind of a, a relief moment inside, like inside your gut or whatever, or, and kind of like breathe a little easier? Or like, what was going through your mind when you heard that first chair go around? First of all, I'm so, like, it's different than television than being right on the stage. Mm -hmm. So you may know what you're going to do. Well, I was looking at it on TV, but you don't know when you're you're on that stage. Yeah. And I was so caught up in the song and making sure, literally, that I don't forget my lyrics. Yeah. That I I just tried not to, you know, pay attention that much because I didn't want that to be the main thing to distract me. Okay, because then you start to think, okay, well, only one chair turn. Oh gosh! Mm -hmm. I, will somebody? You know, and I want to be thinking about that because the more I get involved with the song, the more they'll get involved, and then mm -hmm. you know, and they all got invested into it. And so I just had to keep the focus on the song and performing, and you know, you know, showing vocally what I can do. You know, yeah, absolutely. And I think your experience—that's where your experience kind of really did kick in. You like like you just once you hit your groove, you heard the chair spin, but you didn't nothing rattled you. You just you no. just got it to cruise control, did your thing, and then the results were beautiful. Thank you. All right, so what would winning this competition mean to you, both professionally and personally? Well, because I had a recording career in the '90s, yep. it's like I'm revamping my life, my solo career again, and that was, you know, almost 30 years ago. Mm. So, you know, just coming on a show like this after having a career almost 30 years ago is already a miracle, and I see it as just, you know, you know, I, I wanted my presence on the show just to encourage people of all ages that mm. keep dreaming and that can act on those dreams what it's going to do for me winning i have ideas of of what i would like to achieve with that of course you know continuing my solo career on a high level and reaching people all mm -hmm. over the world that's my ultimate goal and you know my purpose in life is to minister to people through song you know i want people i want to have an audience that, that people just when they hear me sing i'm like just amused that they just go away with their own thoughts and you know like a james taylor or something mm. you know and so this would create that for me that this is closer to reality being on a show like this and having this opportunity uh can get me closer to that dream 
That's great, man. A couple more things, and we'll let you go because I know you're a busy lady. Yeah. Um, oh my gosh. What is some advice that you can share with someone who's thinking about maybe trying out for next season? I would say number one, go ahead and do it. Mm. I mean, and if you're, you know, I didn't tell anyone that I was doing it. Not even my fiance or no one. Oh wow! I didn't want them. To, I, I didn't want them to talk me out of it. Oh wow! I didn't want them to say, "Oh my gosh, you've been doing this for so long, and how dare you? You know, how can you go on this show?" And but I'm like, I, I knew that I needed to do it. So, so sometimes you have to get the other voices out of your head and just move forward anyway. Trust the process. And if it's for you, it's gonna be easy. And if it's not for you, you're still gonna learn something mm. from going through the process. That's great. Okay, just two more things. Um, yeah. I wanna, give, I wanna give you an opportunity for some closing thoughts to the fans. And then right after that, tell everybody where they can follow you because social media plays a part in this show. Um, so I want to give you an opportunity to talk to the fans, closing thoughts, and then share with the fans out there where they can follow you on social media. Well, I would just like to say to all of the fans that, first of all, everybody knows the voice fans are hardcore. Yes, indeed. If it wasn't for the fans, this show would not be on for 21 seasons. Facts. So I know that the fans are like the most important to this organization. Yeah. And the most important to me, too. And I hope they continue to, you know, follow me on this journey. And, it, and and what I think is they do encourage, to me, it looks like the fans that can encourage all the contestants. Mm -hmm. uh, and, 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 and that could be, I could be wrong, but it looked to me from the outside looking in that the fans kind of support everyone. And I love that approach. And I hope that they will, you know, follow me and give me a chance to. And, hey, you know, cheer the old lady on. Come on. <laughs> Come on. You know, um, and social media uh, is a big part. My name is Wendy Moten, W-E-N-D-Y-M-O-T-E-N, -E and all of my handles are just my name, my Instagram, my Twitter, my Facebook. Please follow me. Um, it's always been about the song. It's always been about the music for me. And it's always been about my purpose in sharing, you know, ideas through song and being a great communicator. So I hope that they give me an opportunity to continue this journey and to go with me. And hey, I hope to encourage them along the way too. I'm, you know, I love telling my age. I'm 56, I've been doing this 35 years. Mm. And this is a new dream that is being manifested. Like I this is, it. I'm a miracle. So there's no, it's just never too late. So just follow through, follow your dreams. And you're gonna learn something, even if you see it as a failure, it's not. It, it gives you more insight of who you are. Well, that was well said, and I'm your age. I'll be 56 in about 20 days. Um, yes, happy birthday. So, yeah, we have to stick together as 50-plusers. And um, <laughs> honestly, one more thing I wanted to add. Another reason why this show's been around so long is because it's a beautiful show. And the country, you know, is such a mess in some places. There's a lot of anger and division out there. But there's also a lot of beautiful people, a lot of beautiful souls and great artists. And this show embraces everybody. Diversity, it's so diverse and it's, and it's, it's just a breath of fresh air to, put this, to, put this, to get off the news and put this show on and just watch these beautiful, talented artists just do their thing. And I think that's an important note. Yes, absolutely. I have to tell you, it's because of past contestants yeah. that I even had the courage to even 
submit a video because mm. because of the diversity, because of all the you know different ages and colors and yeah. you know all kinds of demographics, yep. and that's appealing to the show. Yep, and it tends to be unbiased, and I, I appreciate that. Absolutely. So Wendy, I enjoyed you so much for coming on my show. I really appreciate you. I want to get you to come back once we get up, up down the road a little bit in this competition. I hope you can come back and talk to us. Well, it'll be my pleasure. I look forward to it. And thank you so much for this opportunity. Absolutely. Best of luck, man. I'll be pulling for you. Thank you. Okay, good night. Good night.